Prince and Nichols is in Zombies Three. This is and what the the Disney Zombies movie? Never saw it. I I didn't either. But Jensen Nichols is going to be in the third one. Hmm. It's like well, a zombie musical. It's basically it's like it's basically racism. It's there's one. I, my sisters love this movie, so I know about it. It's like the humans and the zombies, and the zombies have this like collar that makes them like able to live like normal people. They don't they don't but need they're brains segregated. anymore. Yeah, they're completely segregated. Like literally two different towns. And the movie's about like three zombie kids going to a going to a normal high school. It's you know, it's literally just Disney racism. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, good for Jensen Ackles. What's up, everyone? Before we get started on the episode, we just want to take a brief second to thank our sponsor, Vanquishers. Sci-fi, jumping through dimensions, being the hero fighting to create balance across all existence. Does that sound like the kind of heroic journey you would be excited to experience? Look no further than Vanquishers trading card game. That is within your reach. So, step into the Vanquishers universe today. Get exclusive access by joining our community at www.vanquisherstcg.com. Select your hero, equip weapons and armor, and vanquish your enemies. Now let's get started on the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 46 of the Popcorn Podcast. I am Tommy Cresta, alongside me, Ryan Ferran. And this week, we're here to talk about Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's new film. Yeah. And uh, before we get into the re- review, Ryan just wants to give a quick apology listen, to the cold opening. Listen, that cold open, uh, first of all, wasn't recorded with my consent, so you can talk to Tommy about that. But I want to say that Jensen Eccles is not in uh, Disney's Zombies, nor is his daughter. Um, I think they were just at the red carpet. However, the movie is still more or less about zombie racism. And if it's not, I haven't seen it. So, you know, you can be angry at Tommy for leaving it in. Uh, and not me. Because I did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're very excited to be here. And Ryan also wants to give a quick apology to Baz Luhrmann and the whole crew of the Elvis movie. That's not true. Because Ryan, uh, I think it was about four or five episodes. No, it's more than that because I came home a little early from California due to some stuff. And uh, Ryan said on an episode, I'm pretty sure it was in the 30s, like the episode 30 area. Yeah, I said this movie doesn't look that good. No, you said this movie's going to be bad. Oh, yeah, I thought it was going to be bad. And I said Austin Butler is going to be great. He looks amazing. He sounds good. This movie does not look good. And guess what? And it was all right. It was. That's it was not good. all. That's no, not all good, right. But it wasn't great. <laughs> no, it wasn't great. But, but we've only seen three great movies this year. Yeah, but it was good. But uh, yeah, we're super excited to talk about this. Elvis to me is one of the. It's the greatest singer of all time. He's the greatest performer. Ryan does not agree with that statement. Ryan is a big Beatles guy. I'm a big Elvis fan. And we our poll actually I mean, ended at fifty. It ended at fifty fifty. Yeah. We had yeah. over 750 responses to our cool. poll between Elvis or the Beatles. Yeah. And at first it was 88 to 12 <laughs> Beatles, but then eventually evened out and got to 50-50 and it ended at 50-50, which was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that is that is really cool that it got the 50-50 it laid at just, the end. Yeah. It laid just ends at 50-50. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And we should put Nickelback in there next time. <laughs> I actually don't mind Nickelback. I, I don't know a lot of people have them. issues with them. I don't mind Nickelback. They're just not, you know. Just doing their thing. Yeah, they're just doing their thing. But uh, this movie was... If you've never seen a Baz Luhrmann film, it is pretty similar to the rest of his movies. Super quick cut editing. Yeah. Super fast paced. Yeah. But unlike a lot of his films, it has a very good third act because Baz Luhrmann has a very 
well-known trope that his movies don't end very well. Like mm-hmm. they don't have good endings. Yeah. The third act's normally pretty weak. And me and Ryan both agree that the third act of this movie is the best part of the movie. By far, I think. Yeah, because... I, I think it really honestly saves the movie. Because the first two acts are not bad. They're just not... They're really not great. They're just meh. The third act is genuinely pretty good. Yeah, because the third, the first and second act is kind of like a compilation of Elvis's young career. Yeah. It's jumping from 55 until 66. Yeah. Like, it, it it's jumps 11 years. Throughout, yeah, most of his life, most of his adult life just jumps throughout it. It's very, it's very, very quick. It's very fast paced. It's very like quick cuts. They don't have like time to waste, but by the, uh, by the third act, it really comes together. It gets more like dramatic, you know, it, it slows down to take time to actually talk about what's going on. You yeah. Know because I mean? yeah, there's great parts of the first two acts. Like anytime he's on stage is great. Yeah. It's so fun watching people react to Elvis. Yeah. Cause that's really what it was like. Like the girls were throwing bras. Yeah, at Cause them, nothing, they, there's never been a performer like this before. No ever. one was ever gyrating on stage before. No. And it, was I'm so I again I love Elvis. I was just seeing Graceland a couple months ago. That's Elvis's house, if no one knows his whole property. And it was one of the coolest experiences of my life. And I've been saying for Ryan knows I've been saying for almost a year and a half now that Austin Butler is going to be great. Yeah. And people around me, my whole family was like, "That's not true. He doesn't look anything like Elvis." I'm like, "You wait." <laughs> and maybe when he's younger, he doesn't look a lot like Elvis. But in that third act, he looks, he looks just like him. Yeah, he looks amazing. And yeah, so I'll let you talk about it for a little bit because you're not, because coming from you, you're not as big of an Elvis guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, a big Elvis, so I'm a little biased towards yeah, it. Yeah, you, you kind of grew up like in an Elvis family, like your whole family likes Elvis. My my family doesn't have that connection, I guess. Like we, ne- I never grew up listening to Elvis, you know. So your mom picked Elvis in the poll. My mom's just not the smartest. But, Damn. Um, <laughs> Your mother listens to this show. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I, I don't know. This movie, I went into it without being an Elvis fan. So I didn't have that feeling of like, is he going to be like the Elvis that I've grown up with that I've listened to for years? I kind of went in there just as like, he sounds pretty close. I don't really know most of the songs. So I went in there pretty blind. You know. Um, But I liked it. It was good. Yeah. You know, it. Austin Butler did a great job. I thought the story was pretty good. He, it seems like, to my knowledge, everybody was portrayed pretty fairly. Yeah, no, I would say that they were portrayed. People, Colonel Tom Parker doesn't think he probably doesn't think he's portrayed correctly. Yeah, well, he's dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and respectfully, fuck Colonel Tom Parker. That dude is a scumbag. And we'll get into more reasons why he's a scumbag. But uh, yeah, no, I think everyone was portrayed very well. It was very. Mm-hmm. There were some very sad moments throughout this film. Yeah. And I don't really think there's spoilers because this is all true. Like it's like someone saying you spoiled the Titanic because it's sung. Yeah, like it's, like there is yeah. no spoilers. This all happened. Yeah, it's it's all a true story, but it's more like watching it unfold, like watching it. Yeah, like be seeing it from that perspective. Yeah, and this film film currently sits at seven point eight out of ten on IMDb, with a critic score of seventy seven on Rotten Tomatoes, with a fan score audience score of ninety four, which I think me and Ryan are in the middle on that. Yeah. Do you want to go off with your score first? Yeah, I, I gave it an 83. Yeah, which I mean. Score. It's not it's not a bad score. Like, it's it's a good score. And that was above your expectations. Yeah, way above. Yeah, and I, I said, I didn't say it to anyone because I knew my mom and dad would be like, you can't say it's going to be that low. I had it at like a 77 before I went and saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sitting at an 86. It's one of my favorite films of the year. 
and by far my favorite performance of the year. I yeah, think Austin I, Butler I think, was incredible. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody's going to top him this year. He's definitely an Oscar, if not the top Oscar contender. Yeah, he's a contender already. He, I think he will be the favorite. Yeah. Because I don't get how you pick someone else besides him. No. Especially I, I, I really so far this it. year. Yeah. You haven't had like the best performance was, oh my God, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's her name. I think that's her name. Oh, yeah. God, I'm sorry if I said it wrong. <laughs> uh, from Everything Everywhere at Once, but that's for the female category, yeah. the actress category. I wonder who will win the male. And I'm yeah. assuming it's going to be Austin Butler because it was, in, he was, yeah, it was perfect. Amazing. You think Tom Cruise is going to get nominated for Maverick? He might get a lifetime achievement one. I, I think he could get nominated. I, actually, I feel like there hasn't been that many like great performances this year. Yeah, because what else do we have left this year? Don't worry, darling. Yeah, don't worry, darling. My nope. policeman. Yeah. Which supposedly Harry Styles is like incredible. Getting a lot of buzz, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting a lot of Oscar buzz. Yeah. But I can't I can't imagine four other five other people being better than Austin Butler. By yeah, no. It ends in January of the year, so yeah. No, it begins in January of the next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody beating out Austin Butler at this point. I think this can this could win uh costume costume design because like yeah the yeah, hair and makeup because they laid made austin butler look make him look like elvis because he doesn't look like elvis no but they you know they they tanned him up they mm-hmm. dyed his hair yeah it it was just it was just really good and our biggest issue with it is the editing yeah and it's just it just comes down to baz Luhrmann's style he's very much like fast paced every background is cgi which kind of sucks but See, I didn't know if every shot was CGI. It's I, not as bad as Great Gatsby, but there's definitely no, Great some Gatsby's very noticeable. very noticeable. Yeah, but there's definitely some shots in this where it's very noticeable. The one where they're driving on the movie set. It's like yeah. the overhead shot of the golf cart. Yeah. It looked like it was animated. Yeah, pretty much it, uh, that that one I did notice. That one was really bad. Yeah, I looked but, over at you, <laughs> but you weren't paying attention to me. It yeah. was like me and Ryan will look over each other when we notice something. Yeah. And that was one I was like, okay. But now yeah. that I, this movie, I, I had pretty much the same thought. Pretty much every time he's driving, it really looks like it's totally CGI. Yeah. Which makes sense because, you know, he's driving a car from the 50s and like it's in hard the 50s. To, yeah. It's hard to make that in real life. It's very expensive. So it's easier to just CGI, CGI it. And but build a whole set for it. Yeah. But like the part, like it's even in the trailer when he's sitting on the, on the tarmac getting into his plane, like that's all everything's gray and like super bright and everything, every building in the background is super blurry. And it's like, you can tell it's CGI. That scene was so sad. It was, yeah, it was sad, That's where I started crying. I cried yeah. for the whole last. Yeah, you cried a lot. 20 minutes of this movie. I cried a lot. I was funny. It was so sad. I was cracking up. Um, And this movie, yeah. movie only had an $85 million budget. Yeah, no, for the, but like for the budget, the CGI looked good. Yeah. If this was like a 300 mil movie, it would look terrible, but. For what it was, it's it's good. It looked better than some Marvel movies. I'm yeah. not gonna say which ones. Yeah, but uh, I'm g- I was gonna ask you your favorite character is, but <laughs> I, think I mean it- probably Colonel Tom Park. Shut up, <laughs> that dude's a scum. I've yeah. never hate, but credit to Tom Tom Hanks for pulling it off. Oh, Tom Hanks is great because you never really see yeah. Tom Hanks as the bad guy. No, he always has this way of like, which I mean is the character. He always has this way of like turning it around. I you know, know what I mean? Like he's, he can talk his way at anything. He laid talked Austin. He talked Elvis into staying in the country when Elvis all he wanted to do yeah. was an international tour. All he wanted to do was leave the country. Elvis never left the country in his life. That's in it's nuts. 
He's the biggest, he's like the biggest solo artist of all time. Ever, yeah. Like, how does he never do a world tour? Yeah. That's insane. Never, it's nuts. And a lot of that does fall into the drugs and problems he had. Yeah. But we're also kind of brought on to him by Colonel Tom Parker for giving him, saying, he's like, it's fine. The doctor will give you these medicines so you can take. Yeah. They even say like when he did the tour around the country, he was even like, listen, I, I know you're getting tired, but like you get on the plane, we'll make sure you go to sleep. We'll make sure you wake up the next morning. He's like, hey, you're going to do that. Well, we have, we have, doc, we have uh, doctors Dr. Mix that for that. Stuff. Yeah. That was his name. And for a lot of people, a lot of people I think are going to be shocked with Elvis's guns. Elvis yeah. had a gun on him every performance in his shoe. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, little, he always carried one on him. He, Elvis was a massive gun guy. And a yeah. lot of people don't know that. But yeah, Elvis was also an honorary member of 12 different police departments. Really? These are all facts I know from Graceland, <laughs> but just some cool Elvis facts. I, you know Steven Seagal's a policeman? I hate Steven Seagal. <laughs> Let's not talk about him. I hate that dude. I think it's in like Louisiana. He's such a racist. Like if you like, oh, he's awful. Yeah, he's no, an awful he's, human he's being. terrible. But he is a legit policeman in uh, somewhere in Louisiana, I think. So if you ever want to get arrested by Stephen Seagal, go to Louisiana. Do you want to hear some facts about Elvis? Yeah. Elvis had a twin, which we find out, who died at birth. Yeah, I didn't know that. He bought Graceland when he was 22. And at that time, it was $102,000. Which is nuts for like the 50s. Uh, we already know this. Uh, Colonel Tom Parker was a carnival carnival barker. So he worked mm-hmm. at carnivals to get. He was the guy who was like, "Come see this and this." Yeah. Elvis served in the army, which we get to see, which I thought was really cool mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know Elvis went in the middle of his career. Yeah, to go and serve. To go and serve. Elvis never performed outside the United States. Elvis was burned in effigy after an appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Did you, this isn't really? on the list, but did you know that Elvis used to get filmed from the chest up so they couldn't show him gyrating? Really? Yeah. Huh. People that people were that against it. Yeah. That that is kind of crazy. Like that just moving your hips a little bit. I mean You're not allowed. <laughs> you saw what girls were doing. Well, yeah, no. I mean the way he was doing it. I loved it. Oh, it's amazing. His yeah, dancing no. was so good. Because there's never like to that, like, people had danced like that before, but never, ever to that scale. No, and people still never. don't dance like that. No, never. And having, like, because people that do dance like that on this thing aren't normally great vocalists. Yeah. And it's Elvis hard to be both. Could be both. Yeah. Like, to move around like that and still sing at the same level, like. And play the guitar. Yeah, like, people can do one or the other, but putting them together is super hard. Yeah. He put them together. Did you know he bought FDR's pre- presidential yacht? Really? For $55,000. They were, they were pretty boring facts. History Channel, you lacking. Uh, Elvis has been introduced in the five Hall of Fames. Huh. Rock and roll, country, gospel, rockabilly, and R&B. How many records do you think he sold? Um, like at least seven. Elvis has sold over 1 billion records worldwide. <laughs> Elvis had over 150 different albums and singles certified platinum and multi-platinum. That's insane. That is, yeah, it's a lot. 150. Well, enough of Elvis facts. Back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for fun fact time. All right, I thought it was some cool facts. That was fun. Um, 
Do you have other things that you have against it except for really the editing? No, I think that's I think that was the biggest part of the movie. Like that was just it's just the editing. The yeah. way the movie kind of just showed. I don't know. Like, yeah, like the way it looked a little bit. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with the writing or the acting. It was just kind of the way the movie was, you know, just played. It was weird. Oh, I agree. I just don't think it felt like I think it fit. It was very over the top, which, which fit fits Elvis. Elvis, but it just goes on. It's so fast paced. It kind of like the first it's hard and second watch. act are very. It's a compilation. Yeah, it, it almost feels like just a big mu- music video, which that's why I was so happy when the third act got there. Yeah. Once it like started doing longer, takes, it really slows down scenes. like you. Yeah. I'd love to see like the average length of a shot for this movie. Because sometimes you see that with movies, and yeah. it's like the average length. Like Christopher Nolan was always known for having like the average length of a shot in his movies was like ten seconds, really. If that, like the, he had so many, he cut so fast. I'd love to see it for this movie. It's probably, I would say, it's probably five. Yeah, it's very it's, short. It's very because it would yeah. cut while he's mid speaking, mid line. Yeah, to another camera shot. Yeah, because there, yeah, it would be multiple angles. Yeah. So. Because they had they had to have had four cameras on them at every shot. Because mm-hmm. it did it a lot, like during its performances. Yeah, all the time. And a cool thing I learned about the behind the scenes for this is that when they were doing like concerts that he mm-hmm. was doing, like the the shows he did in Vegas at the International. Yeah. Every time the curtain closed between songs, they didn't stop. They like kept it like a real concert. So he would like go behind there, and then he'd go out and perform a different song. Really? Yeah, to make it like a real concert feeling. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I did like seeing him. I liked seeing, I think my favorite part is seeing him grow. Like seeing yeah. him go for every era of Elvis. Like yeah, the 50s I think that was the 60s part. to the 70s. And then in towards the end of the 70s, you even see him get like bigger. At the very end, you see him get kind of chubby and then it and then it cuts to real. Yeah, you get, they, film. they do what Ryan and me both love is during biopics, they actually showed real footage. Yeah, at the very, very end. Don't. Yeah, at the very end, it cuts two real footage of Elvis singing. And then it kind of goes into the classic, like this is what happened to Colonel Tom Parker. And then you know, yeah. it ends, but, but they just did that whole compilation too, while he's singing yeah. of like all the Elvis shots, like from his whole life. Yeah. They showed him singing with Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. showed a lot of different shots. And yeah, I love that. I love seeing Elvis and a lot of biopics. I feel like struggle with, they don't show the real person. Yeah. Tick, tick, boom, didn't show him. They don't show him in Bohemian Rhapsody either. The whole thing's just yeah, no, it's just Rami Malek. Yeah, I don't know what Rocketman is. I don't remember the movie's like a bad I, dream. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, but yeah, and normally when you watch like a movie like this, I believe that they should sing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they should do a little bit of their own singing. Yeah, because that makes you part of the character, which Johnny Cash did. Not Johnny Cash, <laughs> of course he sung. Yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin when he Phoenix played sang Johnny the entire Cash. Time. Yeah, he sings it. Uh, Taron Egerton's song, but he didn't sing as Elton John. He did his own version of Elton John. Yeah. Austin Butler became Elvis. Yeah. I mean, even still, like you watch interviews, that's kind of like the joke going around, but he, he still sounds like Elvis. Yeah. And like interviews. people like, I don't think people understand what talking and singing a certain way does to your vocal cords over yeah. two and a half years. Cause he stayed like talking like Elvis for the most part for two and a half years. Yeah, this movie got slowed down because of COVID. Yeah, and he said so even, he had to keep staying character. Yeah, so he wouldn't lose the voice because Elvis has a very well-known voice. Yeah. You know when you're listening to something, like, oh, that's Elvis. Mm-hmm. So he had to practice it and get it down and then hold it for so long Two until he could just finish years. the movie. It's insane. Yeah. And I love that Austin Butler plays the guitar. He yeah. sings. He plays the piano. He knew how to do all this prior to going in. Yeah. 
But Vanessa Hudgens, his longtime girlfriend, who's with seven to nine years, I think, mm. she said as soon as he got cast, he is the biggest Elvis fan now, and he was born to play Elvis. Mm. And she was right. He, there will, I don't think there will ever be a better Elvis portrayal. Yeah. No, I, I think this might be the best ever. Like, I don't think anybody can top this. At least not soon. Yeah, it would you know be, it'd be like, a long time. Yeah. Because I can't see anyone else. Like, our best casting is we recorded this a while ago, the best castings episode. I would have probably put Elvis on, Austin Butler on there. Yeah. Because he was perfect. And a cool little fact again. I'm going to go into my cool facts of the day. Oh, boy. <laughs> Miles Teller was a finalist for Elvis. Really? And lost to Austin Butler. Thank God. Austin Butler was a finalist to play Rooster huh. and lost to Miles Teller. These things work out sometimes. Yeah, you imagine. God, <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. But hey, Miles Teller giving a, a great performance to Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. He got a little wiggle in there. He can dance. Yeah. He was in Footloose. Mm-hmm. People always forget that. I didn't know. You know, he was in the remake. Yeah, he's in the I remake. I know that. But uh, yeah, I'm trying. I, there's not a lot to talk about this movie. It goes through his entire life. And you, yeah. I don't want to tell you the order of it because it's kind of, it's, even though it's not like spoilers, I don't want to. I want people to go see this because the movie's very good. Yeah, and I think if you like Elvis, you will love this movie. And mm-hmm. even if you don't like, because now you're getting it from both sides. Because Ryan's not a big Elvis guy. I'm a huge Elvis fan. Yeah, and we both really enjoyed it. Our scores are within three, like they normally are. <laughs> but even Ryan wasn't excited for this movie for the longest time, and he didn't think it was gonna be good. And yeah, you turned out to really enjoy it. Yeah, it was good. It was there's some really sad scenes. The whole third act so sad. Yeah, but you also get one of my favorite. You get my favorite scene in the third act when he finally confronts Colonel Tom Parker yeah. about his career. And it is a very good scene. It's a good scene. And it's still, I mean, even better scene from Hanks's performance because yeah, he's still able to talk his way out of it. Yeah. And it's it's nuts. Mm. And it's really sad because you do see the effect. Cause he, he shows he acts very well like he is drugged a little bit. Yeah. Because Elvis is being drugged. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, fully. Like he is not. Even for being an Elvis fan, I thought he chose to take the drugs. It really came down to Colonel Tom Parker yeah. having him take the drugs. Yeah. I mean, I think there is a part where, like, he stayed on them. Like, you yeah, see, like, I think he became know, addicted to it. Yeah. Yeah. He did 100%. But not, it was definitely Colonel Tom Parker that pushed By the way, on he's him. not a colonel. He never, oh, yeah. He's not. He's not. He's, no, he's just, he's a scumbag. He's yeah, just he's a, a terrible, terrible human being. Yeah. He never, he was never in the army. You find he's out not, a lot about him. Yeah, he's not a colonel, but he's a piece of shit. That's what he is. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He he got him hooked on the drugs in the first place. Yeah. Like, cause and then you get one of the saddest scenes is when Elvis passes out and he's injected with drugs, and then Elvis has a freak out on stage. Yeah. And it is one of my favorite scenes. He just lets everything fly. He and says it, everything's on his mind. It's such a good scene. Yeah, it's great, especially when the curtains close and he still keeps yelling. Yeah. Any emotional scene like that is always so good in a movie. Anytime like the yeah. actor starts getting like rageful. Yeah. Because he has two rage scenes in this man like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they're both very, very good. Yeah, they're really good. And Tom Hanks is so good on the other side of it. Trying mm-hmm. to calm him down, like talk his way out of it. Yeah. Man, I fucking hate Colonel Tom Parker. <laughs> dude, I can't stand the dude. But you want to talk about something I mean, that... that's just a testament to Tom Hanks. See, I was about to do like... really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, you I'm go done. ahead. Finish, no, your, you finish your thought. About that was my thought. What was it? That's a testament to Tom Hanks' acting, that you still hate him so much. I know. Because Tom we, Hanks was so good. We walked out of the theater like 40 minutes ago, and I'm still angry. Yeah. God. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> Stop complaining and do it. I was going to say, 
unlike Colonel Tom Harker, who Harker, <laughs> Colonel Tom Parker, who I hate. Let's talk about product that we love. Support for the Popcorn Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping using the code CNB. I think it was spelled out. <laughs> and use that at manscaped.com. If my math's correct, that's about 8 million balls. Roughly. I feel like I feel like Elvis would have used Manscaped. Yeah. Being the king of rock and roll, we saw all the ladies he was with. He wants to keep it clean <laughs> down there. But uh, yeah, the Performance 4.0 package has arrived, and oh man, it is a game changer. Absolutely. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, Performance boxer, boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. I love the performance package. I'm so yeah. excited because they did say they're sending us more stuff soon. Yeah. So I'm very excited I'm to very get more excited free that, stuff. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is the future of grooming. And I dare to say the greatest ball trimmer ever. I don't dare to say. I will say it. It is the best because I've had some bad accidents with trying to <laughs> shave and it hurts. <laughs> so I am very happy to have someone with the new skin safe technology. And also is a 4.0, 400K LED spotlight if you need more of a precision shave. That, that is very helpful. It is very helpful. And it's waterproof. It's, it's very nice. But because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor, mess in your bedroom, wherever you want to do it. I would personally say do it over the toilet so you don't make a mess for everyone else. But yeah. Do you like Manscaped? I love Manscaped. Well, you should say it. They're amazing. It's an incredible product, <laughs> an incredible company. I love the box very you get nice with guys. it. No, yeah, they, they do send very, very nice stuff. And the um, the travel bag that we have, we talk about all the time. It's very nice. We used it for other things that don't include that. But the Weed Whacker yeah. is a waterproof. I've awesome. been using it to go down the shore, though. Yeah, because you Ryan goes up and down the shore every week. Yeah. But the Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin Skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, tugs, and those delicate nose hairs. Their crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Absolutely. So to get 20% off and free shipping with the code CNB, again, that's C-A-N-D-B at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code CNB. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring this show. Thank you. Nice. That throw. paper went a lot farther than I thought it would. Yeah, so. And then moving on to our second, third sponsor of the day, we have MoviePosters.com, the best in movie posters. Buy them at any price, going from $10 all the way up to $200. They have incredible, incredible TV show and movie posters in many different sizes. Ryan just got a new one, mm-hmm. and it's the Sandlot, sadly. But yep. uh, Manscaped was not – God damn it. This is MoviePosters.com. MoviePosters.com yes. has sent us three amazing posters for free, Reservoir Dogs, The Amazing Spider-Man, and The Batman. We love their products, super high quality. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think one of my favorite websites to buy anything off of. Yeah, no, and, they're very good. Yeah, if you want 10% off and free shipping, go to Pop – the Damn, I'm messing up today. Go to the website and use our code – Popcorn 10 for 10% off and free shipping. That is, yeah. again, all cabs, popcorn 10. Man, I'm struggling today. But thank you to Movie Posters. 
MoviePosters.com for sponsoring this episode. Jesus. That was a tough one. <laughs> that was a tough one. Man. It's been a while. I haven't done an episode in like a month. No, it's all right. My boot, my my foot stuck to the ground. I mean, it's not totally okay, but it's, you know. We'll be fine. It's okay. But uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to add? No. I mean, I think this movie's worth seeing. I don't think, it, it's not like incredible, but it's not bad. It's good. I think it was above average. It was a B. I give it a B. Yeah, it's, a B it's, a, it's an above average movie. Yeah, so I highly recommend everyone to check it out. Especially if you want to see who I think is going to win the Oscar. It is Austin Butler and what could be his career defining. This is his star, a star is born performance. Yeah, this, this makes this is him, the one that propels him into absolute stardom. Yeah, because now he's going to be in Dune 2. Now. Dune 2. After yeah, and if that this. movie does well, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Man, I'm struggling today. You are. I am. But uh, yeah, do you want to move on to uh, fan questions? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, before we get into fan questions, I just want to continue thanking you guys for the main support that you guys have been bringing to the show. We're over 800 reviews, and we are had 32 points, no, 34.6 thousand listens last month. It's awesome. It is awesome. And you guys have given us the opportunity to have some really cool guests on. We'll talk about that later in the show. But yeah, mm-hmm. we're really excited that you guys like us and don't hate us yet because we are two jackasses. <laughs> but now moving into fan questions, we had over 500 submissions, I think. We had a big week. Yeah. And uh, I picked seven because I thought this episode was going to be a little bit longer, but I guess not. So, okay, this is the easy one. This question's from Joey. Should Austin Butler receive an Oscar nomination? Yeah, absolutely. I Again, if he doesn't get nominated, I think there's something wrong with the Academy Awards, which I already think that if you listen to our Oscar predictions episode. What singer should get a biopic next? This question is from Vanessa. We had this conversation earlier. I said we were listening to uh, Vienna by Billy Joel. I think that I think that'd be a good one because Billy Joel is kind of getting forgotten almost. You know what I mean? I would like to see a Billy Joel. I think the Beatles need one. Yeah, the Beatles need like an actual like movie. biopic. Yeah, biopic, which would be awesome. But I think Billy Joel would be a good one too. Yeah. If you're going to do like a solo artist, be be a good one to do next. Yeah. I don't think Baz Luhrmann should direct that one. No. I think Baz did great with this one, but this one fit his style. Yeah. Uh, favorite Baz Luhrmann film? This question's from Nate. Probably this one. Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. You know, I do enjoy Great Gatsby and the Leonardo DiCaprio version of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. I think Elvis is by far his best film that he's done. Yeah, easily. Least favorite IP franchise? This question's from Terrence. On, I mean, I hate to say this. It might be Star Wars. Well, I mean... I'm trying to think of IP franchises. I I hate to say that it might be Jurassic Park now, just because oh all the yeah, Jurassic by World far movies. it's Jurassic. Yeah. Well, because only the first one's good. Jurassic World, Jurassic Park Two is not bad. It's okay. It, yeah, but it's not it's bad. Mid. The third one's bad. Yeah, Jurassic World is okay. fine. Jurassic World Two is bad. Jurassic World Three, Jurassic sucks. World Fallen Kingdom. And I Jurassic. don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the Jurassic Park franchise. Yeah, it is definitely the yeah. worst IP. I think Star Wars. Star Wars isn't bad. It's the fans that I, are bad. I they just forgot. They're terrible. Because there's more bad Star Wars than good ones. Yeah. But the good ones are so good. But yeah, then the bad ones are so bad. Yeah. Like Revenge of the Sith. I, I hate <laughs> you. Uh, would you guys ever do a live show tour? This question is from Dean. God, no. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no. We can do the Misfits thing. Do you know like, how much all right, money everybody, that would cost Crack us? your knuckles at once. That's a cool clip. Great. If we were big enough to afford it, yeah, and like this was our full time thing, if we had nothing else to do, 
if this was a full-time job, yeah, but we're still, you're in the army. I'm yeah, in college I'm and stupid. So <laughs> I'm in college as well. Yeah. But you, you, you have more on your plate than me. And even I'm like, no, thanks. But no, yeah, it would, this we was, would have to know we're going to make money. Yeah. If and, this was like a full-time job and we had the funds to do so, sure, it'd be fun. But like, yeah. And we would have to now. be having a lot more than 30 something thousand. Yeah. We, if we were like, if we were getting a million listens a month. Yeah. If we oh knew we had like people listening in every city that we could go to, then sure. Yeah. Like, but like, I don't know that. Yeah. No. Cause our demographic just says United States. Yeah. We have no idea where it used to say people. cities, but it doesn't say cities anymore. But I, again, it's, everything's not about the money. Like I would do this podcast even if we weren't making money. Mm-hmm. However, if we want to take like, four months to go travel and like go to yeah, it. We would have to make an income. Yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> Gas is expensive. <laughs> but uh, no, that would be fun. It's just even like big podcasts don't do that because it takes so much time. Yeah. But I think it would be funny. No, I think it'd be a lot of fun. But moving on from that question, question, what are you more excited for? The Batman 2 or Dune 2? This question's from Oscar. Oh, well, thank you, Oscar. Yeah, shout out to Oscar. I think he's our biggest fan. God, that's really hard. I, I think, think I'm more excited for Dune too. Yeah, I think I might have to say Dune just because we know more about it at this point. Yeah, and like we, it, if we got something confirmed for Batman two, like if it was like Scarecrow confirmed and like a crazy good actor was playing it, it yeah. might be that because I I've been wanting to see like an awesome live action Scarecrow. I like Killian Murphy's, but he hasn't been the main villain in any of them, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But because I think Scarecrow is one of the coolest Batman villains. No, oh, he is. He's and he's awesome. such a badass. Yeah. Because he can he can fight Batman. Yeah. He's terrifying. So and if it scary. was like something like that, like some awesome news about it, it'd be cool. But Maybe. I feel like Dune Part 2, we already know, like it's going to be all out war. It's going to be much more action. The whole cast the is coming one. back. Yeah. The whole cast is coming back, including some awesome new cast. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Florence yeah. Christopher Pugh, Walken. Florence Pugh. And yeah, Austin everything. Butler. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm super excited for that movie. So I think Dune 2 and for now. Denis is my favorite director, so that yeah. gives me another reason to love it. Not that I don't love the Batman, because it was one of my favorite movies. It was great. But it's no Dune 2. Yeah. Dune 1. Uh, any fun... This is our final qu- fan... Oy, final fan question <laughs> of the day. This question is from Blake. Any fun episodes up ahead? Well, we made a post about one, yeah. and that is that we are going to be doing an episode on our channel with Raiders of the Lost Podcast, and then we will also be going on to Raiders of the Lost Podcast's channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to us, I'm pretty sure 90% of who listen to us probably listen to them. Yeah, probably. They are probably in the top 1% of movie podcasts. Yeah. They have so many more downloads than we do, <laughs> and they're incredible. They're twin brothers, Anthony and James, and they are very, very good at their job. They do it full-time, too. Yeah. But yeah, we have that. And then we're going to have William Spencer on. Yeah. Who, if you don't know, was Andrew Garfield's stunt double. He's also an incredible parkour and skateboard. He's a park. There was a name for it. They combine like parkour and skateboarding. Okay. But that's what he did. And that's how he became he's the skateboard f- ninja. Yeah. yeah. He's he's awesome. He's very, there's some really cool stunts he's done. And we're really excited to talk to him. Yeah. About his career before Spider-Man, after Spider-Man, and coming back to the role after such a long time. Yeah. And oh yeah, we're having a friend of ours on the podcast, which is going to be fun. Yeah, that that should be fun. We're gonna record that on Wednesday. It'll probably drop next week though, and that's gonna be an Obi Wan review that we're gonna do with our friend Chris. Ryan's gonna be down the shore, so Chris will join me in the studio, and Ryan will join us online. Yep. And now to Ryan's favorite part of the episode: suggestion of the week. 
You forgot again, didn't I don't you? I forget every time. I don't know. It's This one, I'll give you a break. It's been a month. Yeah. We haven't recorded an episode in a month. Hmm. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So, I have a limited series I'd like to recommend. It's called Generation Kill. It sounds very violent. I, I have wanted to watch that for it's, a while. I posted about it on our Instagram the other day. I just finished it. It is an eight-part series led by Alexander Skarsgård, and it is about the invasion of Iraq. With a, It's a company of Marines. Excuse me. And it's very sad. Yeah. It shows you how brutal the war was at that point and how different people had to make really tough decisions in their career very early on because there's 18-year-olds. There's guys who've been their whole career. And it's just a very, very good show. It has a slow beginning. I think the first three episodes are relatively slow. But then once they get into Iraq, it gets... It's like hard-pounding thriller. It's so good. And the yeah. action sequences look great. I've talked to a, my recruiter who got me into the Army, said it was like they were following him through the streets. That's how accurate it is. So, yeah, I highly recommend everyone check it out. It is on HBO Max and is currently sitting at 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Cool. I definitely – I've been wanting to watch that yeah, before, so I, I definitely will watch that. Oh, Ryan finally finished True Detectives. I did. He really enjoyed it. It was very good, yeah. Um, I think for me – I'm gonna go Jackass 4.5. Okay. Because I feel I feel like most people don't know about it. Jackass, like obviously Jackass 4, Jackass Forever came out. It was very big because it was hilarious. But they put out on Netflix Jackass 4.5, which yeah. is kind of like the kind of behind the scenes, but also with some extra like stuff that didn't make it in the movie. It's just as funny and very interesting to see like how they made it. And it talks about like yeah. Like it's kind of like the end of their thing. Like this is it. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I think I think four point five was definitely good because you see like how they got everybody back after this long, and then brought in some new people. How they're able to do all these stunts again? It's it was a good movie. It was a good. It movie. was hilarious. And yeah, that was a good recommendation. Thank you. But uh, yeah, that is the end of the podcast. So make sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts. And yeah, we had a great time talking about this. It was a little bit of a shorter episode, but we're just getting back into the swing of things. Yeah. As you can tell, I'm having a little bit of a rough episode. Mm -hmm. I cannot speak. But uh, yeah, make sure to like and share this podcast and keep up the amazing work. We're trying to get our next goal is a thousand reviews on Spotify because I think my goal is to pass Raiders before we get on their show. Yeah. And that's it. Which would be awesome. That would be so fine to be able to bring it up to them. Yeah. But, uh, because we're not going to pass them in downloads before then. But no. we might be able to pass them in reviews. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for the amazing support. Ryan, is there anything you want to add before we get going? No, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. Right. Well, make sure to follow us on Instagram at for Ryan. It's Ferran12. For me, it's Tom underscore Cresta. And then for the podcast, it's the underscore popcorn underscore podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening. Sorry to my mom who couldn't come on the show again. We're very busy people. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys later this week with what's our next episode? Best Castings episode will come out. So yeah, see you guys then. See ya.